Yemunla. You're listening to Karakaramo EV, Karakaramo, the English version. Karakaramo is a podcast about the representation of the Caribbean in cinema and television. You can check out my website, karakaramo.com, for more info. I'm your host, Patra M, and this is episode 6, part 1. we're back. I mean, we're almost back. I know I kind of left without properly ending season one. So before we get into what happened, let me just say that I'm posting this episode as a thank you for your patience and for being on this Karakaramon journey with me. Karakaramo, the French version, celebrated its second anniversary on January the 19th. Podcasting in another language isn't easy. I felt discouraged many times during the past two years, but so many good things also happened. I just couldn't give up. I love doing this podcast. I love talking about cinema, about Caribbean cinema. So... While I was still trying to figure out how to create my regular episodes, I did upload two special editions in English last year. If you haven't checked them out yet, make sure to listen to them. My first special edition was on the representation of slavery in French cinema and television, and I uploaded the episodes between April and July. It was a tough subject, Especially because of all the Black Lives Matters protests going on at that time. Now, this special edition wasn't the reason I didn't give a proper ending to season one. It actually motivated it actually motivated me to get back to it because at that time I was a bit overwhelmed with work and my website karkama.com and the first lockdown in France because of the COVID-19 pandemic. I I just didn't know what to do anymore. I was also a bit unsure on how to present the film I'm going to talk about um, in this episode, which is the final episode of season one. And back then, I felt like I needed to switch things up a little bit because I had a clearer vision of where I wanted to go with this podcast. So, yeah, here's um, here's the main changes. There's no longer a Caribbean soundtrack segment because I want to promote artists in legal way. So I will no longer use snippets of songs. I've decided to promote Caribbean music in two other ways. First of all, I use the hashtag StreamCaribbean. The same way people rallied around the hashtag with Caribbean created by Book of Sins on Instagram, my hope is that people show how proud my hope is that people show how proud they are of the music they listen to and they contribute to give our Caribbean artists the visibility that algorithms take away from them. My second way of promoting music is by writing pieces on music videos set in the Caribbean. 
Sometimes I even manage to have the artist and the music video director share their filming experience. Everything is available in English and in French, so make sure you go to calcarmon.com and click on the music section. Now, if you've listened to the previous episodes, you know I grew up in Guadeloupe, but I wasn't intentional about listening to music made by artists from Guadeloupe. When I was a teenager, I only cared about boys bands from Europe and the US. Ultimate Chaos and B2K still hold a special place in my heart. I had such a breakdown the day B2K disbanded because I remember the fandom going crazy that day on the on the BBS forum. And I don't know, we were still on that you got served high and suddenly it was like what the the group woke up? Uh, I don't know. So yeah, anyway. This isn't the topic of the day. My point was that the 90s and the early 2000s were the booming era of the Creole hip-hop in Guadeloupe, and I didn't care about it at all. It was a time when rappers and dancehall artists got to leave the shadow of the underground scene and move to the mainstream scene in Guadeloupe. Two of the leaders of this generation of artists were Admiral T and D. Dali. I call him Dali, but his full stage name is D. Dali. And just like any American rapper turned actor in the 90s and early 2000s, they also got the opportunity to become actors with this film, Neg Marron by Jean-Claude Barnier. It's time for the Yekrik Yekrik. Yekrik Yekrak is the segment in which I present you the plot of the film. Neg Marron is a film from Guadeloupe directed by Jean-Claude Barney. If you listen to my special edition about the representation of Sevres in French cinema and television, I talk a lot about Bitter Tropics, which is a TV series directed by Jean-Claude Barney. Neg Marron was released in 2005. Neg Marron is the Creole expression for maroon, which was the term used to describe runaway slaves in the Caribbean back in the slavery days. Here's the English plot from IMDb. Two childhood friends, Joshua and Flint, are adrift in boredom in their area of saint rose Guadeloupe. They're involved in petty theft and ordinary system D until the arrival of Marcus. Well, clearly this is the literal translation of a French synopsis. The synopsis exists in about three or four different versions in French, but none of them reflects what the film is about, in my humble opinion. First of all, I'll call the characters by their French names. So the story is about Josua and Silex, and Silex does mean flint. Second of all, they aren't bored. They probably didn't even graduate from high school. They are just a part of the unemployment rate statistics in Guadeloupe. They are just trying to survive. They hustle. 
Marcus is the only white character and he's basically a mobster. Here's a plot I found in a review on the Vanity Fair website. Silex, aka Tidali, and Josua, aka Admiralty, who hail from a low-income neighborhood coveted by developers, agree to break into a fancy house and steal an envelope for white-tough guy Marcus, aka François Levantal. But when Marcus is found in his car with a bullet in the head, the friend's boyish insouciance evaporates. Okay, we're getting somewhere here until the last sentence. I just don't know what it is about young black men trying to survive that critics see as quote-unquote insouciance or quote-unquote being carefree. But okay, I'm getting ahead of myself. Here's my own version of the plot. Neg Mahon takes place in a low-income neighborhood of Guadeloupe in the early 2000s. Josué and Silex lead an evil life while committing petty theft until Marcus, a white creole witch thug, hires them to steal an important envelope. What seems to be an easy mission turns into a nightmare for the two childhood friends when the mobster is found dead with a bullet in his head. Neg Marron was the only film from Guadeloupe that had big theatrical release in the early 2000s. It was a huge deal back then and frankly it still is today but for different reasons. I wrote a short article about how I felt about this film but I had never taken the time to actually talk about what this film reflects on the way we Guadalupean people perceive ourselves and the way we define ourselves. Neg Mahon isn't just about two young Caribbean men being bored and or being carefree. The expression Neg Mahon symbolizes exactly what this film stands for. It's a film only about black men and it's about the different kinds of oppressions that black men in Guadeloupe have to deal with since the slavery days. What does it mean to be a young black man in Guadeloupe in the early 2000s? This is what we talk about in the Caribbean Connections. Thank you for listening. Make sure you subscribe. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook at Carrequeramont. Don't hesitate to share your thoughts about the episode. You can give me five stars on Apple Podcast if you want to help Carrequeramont to get more visibility. You can also check out my website carrequeramont.com where you can find all the info about the episode. Adam Dotsoleil, Jean Bered. Yeah.